Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we are hot to trot on all the football action, and we are talking A, Class A, District 5. And uh, who else better to bring you the, the preview of that conference than Scotty Melvin? Welcome back, Scotty. Hey, thanks for having me once again. Let's talk some football. Well, we got a, we got a few teams in the area that are uh, Class A, so uh, let's hear about them. We do, and uh, unfortunately, this is a, a class that I, uh, in in my years past, I got to see a lot of back when uh, Waco and Winfield were playing uh, eleven man. But uh, they're down to eight man now. So I'm looking through Class A District Five. That's where our Southeast Iowa teams play. Uh, the district they play in. And last year, we we had uh, in the area we had the Wapalo Indians that were a really good team. Uh, and then our other teams are kind of in a rebuild mode. And so there's seven teams in that district. And Wapolo finished second last year behind the Lisbon Lions. Lisbon was really loaded with talent. Um, I know they had a tight end, big kid, uh, that got a lot of looks for college. I don't know if he signed with anybody or whatever, but um, he was definitely kind of a notch above what you'd normally see year to year in Class A football. Uh, they had some other kids around him that were pretty special. They had a great year. They finished 8-2. Wapolo finished second. They had the heartbreaking loss to Nortema in the first round. And, uh, you know, that stunk because I thought Wapolo was going to was gonna make a couple of rounds in the playoffs. But uh, they had a great season, too. And I'm going to start with them, the Wapolo Indians, because I have them finishing first this year. This is my prediction. It might be a little bit of my heart uh, dictating this pick, but they – they lost some key players, but they bring back some super talented guys. And we'll start with their losses, of course. And, and Coach uh, Parsons' son, Tate Parsons, the quarterback, he's he's probably the biggest one. And that kid, man, what a quarterback. He, he completed 67% of his passes last year for 1,840 yards and 20 touchdowns. That is just crazy numbers, especially at the Class A level. And then they lose their top receiver, uh, receiver uh, Maddox Griffin. He had 49 catches, almost 700 yards, and eight touchdowns. So two real big pieces of their offense are, are graduating. But uh, the Indians return, some, like I said, some great talent. And uh, one is uh, Casey Short. He's a senior. Uh, I believe he's listed as a wide receiver and defensive back last year. But I've got this sneaky feeling that he's going to be the new quarterback there. I don't have a bunch of numbers on him. He was kind of behind some other guys. He put up some some offensive numbers, but nothing nothing crazy. So he's just uh, kind of the guy that I have on watch as, as being the Indians' leader maybe this year uh, from the quarterback spot. But uh, where they really are going to shine this year is they've got senior running back Jake Gustafson coming back. And he had, you know, 616 yards rushing last year. It's not He's not a 1,000-yard rusher, but he, he did average – over eight yards per carry, and you know the Indians threw the ball a lot, so it's it's not uh, nothing alarming about him not having crazier numbers on, on the on the running side of the things. He did have 12 touchdowns, and they're also returning senior Caleb Ely, who uh, had just a little under 400 yards rushing, but he was also over eight yards a carry. And what I got really uh, written down with an asterisk for for Caleb: 70 tackles from the defensive side of the ball last year. So. Uh, a real key player on both sides of the ball, Caleb Ely, one to watch for the Indians this year. Going back to Jake Gustafson, before I forget, he also had 43 catches last year for another 663 yards and six touchdowns. So when you combine that with his with his rushing stats, man, I mean, he's over 1,200 yards of production, 
and uh, 18 touchdowns. So Wapolo's set up good, man. I, I, I have a good feeling about them this year. I have a feeling that with uh, the guys that got returning, plus the fellows that Lisbon has lost, I think Wapolo's got a real good shot at winning this district this year. Because outside of Wapolo and Lisbon, um, as I'll break down in a minute, uh, the other schools are kind of re- in a rebuild mode in this district. So uh, I got Wapolo at first in the district, and then I got Lisbon at second. Lisbon did finish 8-2 and two last year. They had a great year, but they lost their quarterback, Gavin Wallum. Uh, they lost uh, running back Jamie and Moore, Max Cole. They lost Aiden Hansen. He was the big tight end that, uh, defensive lineman that got a lot of attention from colleges and whatnot throughout the season last year. They lose their top wide receiver, Will Bennett. They do return um, Cohen Camus. He's a quarterback also, or played some, at least backing up the starter last year, and he did throw for some yards and five touchdown passes. And they've got a senior named Caden Caspers coming back that looks like he's uh, primed to have a good year this season. But with the losses they have, I, uh, combined with, like I said, what Wapolo's returning, I think the Indians have the, uh, the best shot of finishing first this year. Based on what I know, of course, again, we'll say it, uh, you know, you don't know who's chomping at the bit waiting to get their turn from the underclassmen. So Wapolo first, Lisbon second, and then third. I'm going out on a limb here. Um, this is definitely kind of a pick with your heart thing for me, but it's the Columbus Wildcats. I think they're going to make a big jump this year. They haven't been, you know, what you'd call relevant in football for a good long time. Uh, but they've got some really talented guys returning and they just missed the playoffs last year. They finished three and five, but they were very competitive and had some, some, uh, some good wins and some good games last year. And uh, we'll start with uh, their quarterback, Jeff Hoback. He's returning senior. Um, He completed 56% of his passes last year. They weren't a pass heavy team. He only threw for a couple touchdowns, but having your quarterback back is always a big deal. I think sport and then uh, what I think is the the class of this district uh, athletically is Caden Amagon the uh, he's a junior this year for Columbus I know his dad I know what kind of genetics this young man has Um, his dad is a a supreme athlete one of the strongest dudes you'll ever meet a great bodybuilder Uh, Caden last year as a sophomore running back defensive back had 1185 yards rushing 10 touchdowns. He averaged eight yards per carry. He only had a few receptions, but he had another touchdown catching the ball. 48 tackles on defense, and he also had a, a big fumble recovery in a game they won. can't remember who it was against, but it, he, he returned that fumble 99 yards for a touchdown, and it was a big play. So he had uh, some highlights last year, put up some great numbers. He's only a junior. Um, heck of an athlete. I just think that with what they return, plus this uh, really gifted kid, Caden Amagon, I think Columbus is set up for big things this year, and I think they'll take a big jump. So I've got them finishing third. Um, they did lose some seniors on the line. I checked into that a little bit. So we'll see how that affects them. Hopefully they can plug those holes. But I've got Columbus sl- uh, slotted in at number three. And then uh, after that, we get into the Albernet Pirates. I've got them at number four. I don't know a ton about them. They're kind of from up north of Cedar Rapids there. They did lose a really good quarterback that threw for a thousand yards. Uh, they do bring back uh, a couple of wide receivers that put up some numbers, and they do have a lot of their team back. Um, so I think they're uh, a fair pick at number four. And then number five, I've got the Pekin Panthers. That's another one of our area teams that I have this feeling is going to take a, a major step forward. 
and you talk to their coach some. Um, they're close to you. That's where your grandson goes to school. Uh, they lose Colton Comstock, and I think uh, after after hearing what Nathan Piercy had to say, you know that's that's a big loss. But he's not, uh, you know, nobody's irreplaceable, and they've got some really good kids coming back. Um, they do return senior Logan Lauderman. He's a running back and a safety. Declan Hampton, I think he may be their quarterback this year. You might have more info on that than I do. Um, I don't know if you've heard anything, but uh, I don't have a lot of numbers on these guys, but uh, they, they have some size and uh, a lot of kids that played last year that did not graduate. So they're bringing those kids back. They've got that, that uh, new coach uh, from Sigourney Kyoto that's, you know, can't go wrong there. I mean, that's a winning program. I'd, I'd be more than happy to have one of their guys off their tree coming in to help my uh, <laughs> high school right the ship, and Deacon has that. So I think the Panthers are going to take a step up, and and I've got them picked to finish uh, fifth in the district, and they, they may challenge for a playoff spot this year. I You know, that might be hoping for too much, but why not? Um, you know, Pekin's got a lot of history and tradition. I don't expect them to stay down for long. That was kind of a an apparition, I think, to have a, a winless season last year. Well, what I do know is that they've got this new weight room that the coach Weber had uh, asked the uh, the boosters for, and they provided uh-huh. this excellent uh, weight room. And uh, I saw a lot of kids in there lifting weights and trying to get stronger and trying to get better, and I think that bodes very well, doesn't it? It sure does, and I'll, and I'll tell you, for, as a guy who's uh, kind of a slave to the gym myself, it's, it's – uh, it's not just that it'll make you a better athlete. Um, there's the confidence that comes with it. And confidence can be everything, especially in sports. And um, you see it time and again, a team that, that believes in itself um, can accomplish great things. And the weight room can kind of lead to that, especially in the sport of football. So that's good to hear for the Panthers that they have that. And I will say after perusing their, uh, their roster, man, they, they get buddy. They got some size coming back. So um, that never hurts. Um, well, uh, everything. I do know, yep. you know, their their baseball team lost five to one to uh, New London in the playoffs, yep. and then New London wins wins the damn uh, state tournament. So, yeah, uh, I mean, so there's some athletes yeah. there. They've got some athletes, and and it may be just a matter of having a new coach and staff. You know, there's a, there's some things that go on with a, with a change like that that can that can cause a down year or two. But I think they've got the right the right guy there, and uh, like you said, they've got athletes. Uh, Heck, they gave they gave probably New London their best game up until the state tournament, or I should say the state championship, right? Um, out of the entire playoffs. Yeah, so it, that's baseball. So you know we're going into football here, but still, Pekin's never. They've got athletes over there, so I, I expect them to take a big step this year. Um, one team in our area that I expect to take a small step back is the Highland Huskies and, and simply because they did lose some really good players. They lose uh, Connor Grinstead. Um, he was their quarterback and he did a lot of, he did, he did a lot. He was a dual threat guy. He, he rushed a lot. He threw a lot. You know, he had 10, 10 touchdowns passing. He rushed for 900 yards and 11 touchdowns there. So he accounted for 21 of their touchdowns. And uh, Brent Bone, uh, Bone Break, they lose him as well. He he got close to a thousand yards last year rushing, and eight touchdowns. Uh, they're going to be hard to replace. And as I'm looking through their, their uh, roster, they didn't seem to return a lot of key contributors. And again, you say it, uh, you know, until the cows come home. 
we don't know who's waiting in the wings. So I could be way off on this, but based on what I see on paper, I think Highland's going to take a step back and finish in the sixth spot there in uh, Class A five. And then number seven, I've uh, got the North Cedar Knights. I know very little about them other than they finished one and eight last year. And even off of, uh, you know, what was kind of probably a, a, a season that they would have liked to, you know, they'd like to finish better than one and eight. I'm sure uh, that team loses some of their best players. So they do have, they do have some guys returning. They've got a wide receiver that put up a few numbers returning. They've got a uh, offensive uh, defensive lineman named Ethan Timms that um, had 50 tackles from his defensive lineman spot. You know, we've talked about this already several times in the preseason that defensive lineman putting up 50 tackles. That's uh, that's a kid doing work. So they, they have that one piece. Uh, we'll see what they put around him, but, I feel like North Cedar already was kind of, you know, they're they're at the last spot in the district already, and then they lose some some key contributors off of that team and a lot of uh, offensive production. It's going to be hard for them to climb out of that seventh spot. So I've got them at number seven, and that's Class A District Five, buddy. That's uh, that's what I got. We'll see what uh, happens. Well, it's uh, very detailed. Uh, you really went in. Uh, you 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 sound like you know what you're talking about, and. Uh... You, you just take such an in-depth look at it that, uh, you know, I hope it works out. You know, I, I'd like to see Wapalo. You know, that's one of my favorite towns and one of my favorite places. And we, we really enjoyed uh, watching their sports over the years, haven't we? We sure have. And, I, you know, I, I sound like a broken record here because I was talking about it in Winfield today. But going back in my years living in Iowa, I've got some friends that uh, lived in Wapalo, grew up there, played football for the Indians, and they've got some pride there. And, uh in fact, I've got a I've got a little cousin that was a really good softball player for them a few years ago. She's all grown up now, but uh, you know I got a soft spot for Wapalo, just like I got for the rest of these towns around here. You know, um, got to know people there that you care about, and uh, so it's kind of my heart. Like I said, my heart's letting me uh, leading me to pick them to finish first, but I think they've got a really good shot to to finish first in this district this year. Well, they they uh, finished second last year, so that's right up there. Yeah, and that you know they they took uh, North Tama to the wire, and uh, North Tama was no slouch. So uh, hopefully they can build on that. They do lose, lose some really good players, but uh, they've got some really good ones coming back. All right, well, is that it for that that uh, A class? Yeah, that's class A five, and you know I'm excited for this one. It was kind of a fun one to dig into because I I think Wapla's. Um, destined for a great season and I really think Columbus is going to get back to respectability it's been a long time for them so uh, looking forward to a big year from them. Well are your friends at the gym and at work and people you're talking to are they getting excited about football? Oh yeah there's uh, you know football is always a hot topic of conversation and, uh, now that everybody knows I dig into this stuff with you <laughs> we, we spend quite a bit of time talking I have people approaching me all the time wanting to know this or that I, I sure don't know everything but you know what? Thanks to Varsity Bound and our, our friends in the media, we can dig it up for them. Well, uh, I'm going to keep trying to get as many coaches on, and and uh, pretty soon I think I could, uh, some of the uh, media guys wanted to uh, they wanted to gather some more information before they could come on. You know, uh, we're like Nathan yeah. had already talked to all the coaches, so we had a pretty good detail about uh, yeah. what to do. But uh, you know, we'll be hearing from from some of the other guys that you've been hearing about, and. Uh, Thanks, Scott, for, for all your work, and uh, thanks for giving us this analysis. You know it. We'll, uh, we'll dig into the big schools next. Well, this is uh, 
Hopefully we're giving you listeners your football fix. This is Round Guy Radio with news you can use that won't give you the blues. And thanks for listening.